This is Cultivating Convos with the Ohio Department of Agriculture. And it's fun to have everyone else kind of get a little insight into what we do. Farmland forever. Actually, that was the next question I was going to ask you. Shelby, <laughs> let's wrap <laughs> this thing up. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to Cultivating Convos. Uh, Megs, I think I haven't been here in a couple of weeks. I was just going to say, we should be saying welcome back to you. <laughs> I'm telling you, I've had, sometimes I'll have a meeting go over and I just, I can't get there and it's, it's disappointing. So, uh, but it's I'm sure good. Brian, Brian does Brian's a great been, job filling in. Brian's been great. <laughs> Brian, you can chime in. You don't just have to give us thumbs up. No one out there can hear your <laughs> thumbs up. <laughs> I, yes. Give it a th thumbs up. I always love being a part of this uh, podcast and, I, I've never seen a, sh a schedule like Shelby's. It's just, you know, like <laughs> it's me scheduling these. I'm like, okay, she has 15 minutes, four days from now. Let's make it happen. Yeah. I was talking, I was talking to someone last night. I was at a community event and um, this woman was telling me that she schedules what's called focus time. And I was like, what's that? Please tell me what this is. And she's like, I just have to take an hour out of my day to just focus on something else. <laughs> uh, and, and she said that Microsoft Viva like tells her to take focus time. I'm like, this is incredible. I need that. It should be shouting at you by now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's just, that's just a sign. Uh, we are so busy at ag. We, we do so many things and we're, mm -hmm. we're so busy. I don't think people realize that. I just don't think they do, but it's all good. I love my job. So I know it's, it's fun. We had a fun day yesterday. We were all um we were all in the office um for a fun little event, uh the hog roast for the CCC campaign. So yes, yes. the CCC we do uh, we do fundraising efforts for this um, annually, and uh, we we tend to do very fun things. Uh, and we had an awesome hog roast yesterday. Yes, the weather was not hog roastish mm -hmm. weather, but uh, <laughs> you know we brought the food inside and had a great turnout and. Yeah, yeah, all the employees. People. Yeah, all the employees give a little bit, and we had an enormous lunch. I was, I got home, and I was not even hungry for dinner. I don't know about <laughs> you guys. The dessert table. Let me just say how good that looked because wowzers! Did oh man, what did you guys get? What'd you have? I had, um, I had the peanut butter no bake cookies, which oh, I was yes. instantly like, I need to find this recipe and make Those this at good. home. And um, Mrs. Turbo's cookies, which mm. I know, Megs, you've done. You've done a video shoot there for Ohio Proud. Let me tell you about Mrs. Turbo's cookies. They're quite literally the best I've ever had. They're in Powell. Go see her. She is Mrs. Turbo, the owner. <laughs> Go see her. Go get them. They're so good. She's, yeah, she's a great Ohio Proud partner. Because mm -hmm. I mean, like th those cookies were, that was the first time I'd had one and it was phenomenal. So Brian, what'd you get? I think I had one of Mrs. Turbo's cookies because it has the sticker on it. And I was mm -hmm. like, I, another one of our uh, coworkers, Dave Myron, made. He said he brought in homemade cookies, and I was like, "I'm gonna go with the professional over the cookies." <laughs> but uh, they were all delicious and excellent. Wait a second, Myron made cookies. So he, he said, for those of you who don't know, he's the chief of our uh, amusement ride safety uh, and fairs office. Uh, that's he made cookies. And uh, now I'm disappointed. I would have eaten one. But did Dave make them or did his wife make them? We <laughs> that's need a to, very good question. To, to clarify this. <laughs> I'm sure they were great, though, either way. 
I will get to the bottom of that. I will find out and I will find out if there are leftovers. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Let's get to the main part of the podcast today. We're talking YAPs will explain. So Megs, we, uh, we have the pleasure of some very good company today. We sure do. We've got two brand new guests for our listeners today. Shelby, why don't you go ahead and give the intro? <laughs> These are uh, young ag professionals, and we'll get to what that means in just a little bit. Uh, we have Derek Snyder with us from Hardin County. Hi, Derek. Good morning. And Hannah DiVincenzo. Did I get that right, Hannah? Yes, you did. <laughs> from Lorraine County. So glad you guys could be with us here today. Thank you. Thanks for having us. It's going to be great to share about our upcoming conference and what we as State Farm Bureau Young Ag Professionals get to do. Well, I guess let's let's kick off with that. Um, talk about um, the Young Ag Professionals Program. Derek, we'll start with you. Um, what is it? Um, what's it all about? So the Ohio Farm Bureau's Young Ag Professionals is a uh, group or opportunity for those involved in production agriculture or have an agricultural interest from the ages 18 to 35, or if you still feel young after 35, we don't turn you away at the door. Um, as part of the state Young Ag Professionals Steering Committee, it's our main job uh, to help interact with those Young Ag Professionals throughout the state, as well as plan our annual winter leadership experience uh, held each year in January. So uh, we, we're really happy to do this today to talk to you guys and kind of put the word out there because uh, you know we love our friends at the Farm Bureau. We talk to them often and collaborate a lot with them. So it's great that you guys could be on here today. Uh, Hannah, why don't you kind of explain to us the process of why you got involved, how you get involved, and, and what exactly this, this means for you? Wonderful. Um, I got involved in Farm Bureau at a county level to start. And um, currently I sit on the Lorain County Farm Bureau Board. And from there, the opportunities just kept coming. And that's one of the things that's most exciting about Farm Bureau is there are opportunities. Um, so I applied to be on the state committee and I'll, I'll be honest, when I applied, I was like, oh, they'll never pick me. And then they did. And so from there, it's really exciting to be able to engage with other young ag professionals from around the state. And I feel that that value is extremely important to those who are just getting into agriculture. Perhaps it's um, something that's new to them. I'm I'm meeting and learning a lot of others that um, are not coming from family farms who are interested in agriculture. And so it's a, it's a great opportunity to be involved. Um, and that was really kind of my journey is, is starting at the county and then continuing to take the opportunities as they come. So Derek, can you talk about how you get involved in something like this? And once, you know, you decided and, and you were accepted and part of this, what are some of your takeaways, you know, as you've been able to, to be involved? So I uh, started going to the winter leadership experience probably back when I was a freshman, sophomore in college. Um, our county always sponsored a young ag professional to attend the annual conference. And I took the opportunity, as Hannah said, Farm Bureau gives lots of opportunities, uh, no matter what your age. So I took the opportunity to attend that first winter leadership experience and really enjoyed it. So I've attended, I think, 12 or 13 years straight now, a uh, long time. And finally, I finally decided, you know, it's time to give back. Farm Bureau has given me so much and given me so many opportunities. I decided to apply for the, the state uh, young ag professionals 
uh, steering committee. So that process basically is we fill out an application, apply, sit down, have an interview with the powers that be uh, with Ohio Farm Bureau. And then once we are selected or that process works its way through, we're presented in front of the um, board of trustees to be approved. And then once that's done, we start our two, almost three years of service on the on the state committee. So can we call you yappers or yaps or? We've always been instructed yap sounds kind of <laughs> weird. So Y-A-P sounds much more professional. Yes, oh, yes. I, I, was, I was teasing you. It was just funny when, when we first got the email and you see yap written down or you see Y-A-P written down and instantly my mind was yap. What's a yap? <laughs> yep. Common question. <laughs> yep. So we will call you a Y-A-P. <laughs> Respectfully. <laughs> so, uh, who? So you all are planning for uh, your winter conference, which is coming up at the end of January. Uh, who all attends that? Uh, who can attend it? How many people do you get? We so the the um, upcoming conference is open to any young ag professional member um, in Farm Bureau, any county across the state, and we get about. It depends on the location, um, but 500 attendees per um, per conference, and that changes. Last year we had we had a snowstorm <laughs> impact <laughs> attendance, um, and so with that time of the year, um, there's some variability. But we're around 500. So, so who can attend? Attendees are young ag professionals that are 18 to 35 that are um, Farm Bureau members in the state of Ohio. And, and when we say young ag professionals, I think everybody's mind constantly goes to actively engaged in farming. You don't have to be actively engaged in farming. You can have an interest in agriculture, want to work in the ag sector, maybe are working in the ag sector, and maybe you don't come from an actual quote unquote production ag background. The way that the conference is structured this year is kind of a throwback to a couple of years ago. There's a couple of different tracks to follow. So we're encouraging young ag professionals, whether you're in college, whether you're just starting your career, whether you're a couple of years in your career, whatever your tie is, or if you feel you have a tie to agriculture in any such way, we all eat three times a day. That's your tie. You're more than welcome to come to the conference. Good point. I probably eat about six times, though, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you're that was, that was a low, you graze all day low, long. <laughs> low guess there. Um, so Hannah, you you mentioned that the conference moves um, across the state, or do you have plans to move this across the state to maybe visit different agricultural areas um, in Ohio, or how does that work? I guess. So. Recently, one of the um, things that's been unique about our conference is we have moved it across different parts of the state. Typically, the winter leadership experience is held in Columbus, but past committees thought it was a good idea to have what we call extended learning sessions as a part of our conference. And so what that does is that allows for us to do farm tours and explore local agriculture in that area. So for this upcoming conference for this year, we have um, the conferences being held in Sandusky and we have extended learning sessions in that area unique to agriculture in that area um, that we're very excited about. And so I could talk about e either of those if you want me to or. Absolutely, let's hear about it. Okay, great. Um, so as far as extended learning sessions for the upcoming conference, what it is is it's a two hour deep dive 
into some of our topics that um, are a part of the conference, but people want more interaction with. So upcoming at this year's conference, we have a, a tour called Regenerative Farming and Innovative Technology at the Chef's Garden, which is really close to Kalahari. And then on site, which this all occurs right before the conference begins on Friday, on site we have three different um, topics people can engage in, one called Zero Hunger, Zero Waste with our friends at Kroger. And this is um, to talk about the impact of environmental impact and social impact as far as for, for Kroger, as well as two of the other um, extended learning sessions. We have a tour of Kalahari called Behind the Slides, which is going to be um, a tour of, and Derek, fill in if you need, if you can add, <laughs> a tour of the, the mechanics of, of Kalahari and, and everything that goes into what makes the water park run, um, which is unique in general. And then um, the final extended learning session has to do with Ohio um, shores and islands. So we have we have them coming in talking about unique agriculture in that area specifically again. So so as Hannah said, the conference has traditionally be held, been held in Columbus, but the opportunity presented itself to move out. So we as a committee are really capitalizing on this that last year was in Cincinnati it was a good conference. Uh, Kalahari was one of the options that we were presented to, to attend and with Kalahari being a, a family friendly water park, um, it's definitely opening up some different opportunities for maybe that young ag professional that may or may not have been overlooked in the past with young kids that we hope to encourage that they can attend and bring the little ones along because we've got some structured free time, you could say, uh, as part of the agenda to take advantage of the water park. Well, Very all cool. that sounds great. Oh, sorry, Megs. I, I was going to say all of that sounds great. And uh, we actually we have a hand in uh, two of the subjects you just brought up. Uh, mm -hmm. We inspect the water park, uh, the slides there. So I think that's cool that uh, they're seeing what you know goes on behind the scenes. And um, yeah, that's a really that's an important thing to make sure that everybody's safe on those and uh, zero waste. So we partner mm -hmm. with Kroger as well, along with uh, EPA and several others. Uh, this year we did a pilot zero waste program at State Fair at the Taste of Ohio Cafe. And uh, it was it was really interesting. Uh, Megs and I and the rest of our department learned a lot about composting, recycling, uh, waste, landfills, et cetera. And uh, we intend to do it again next year. So that's great that you guys are doing that. We, uh, you know, we're all for zero waste. Kroger was mm -hmm. a great partner last year when we were in Cincinnati with that being their headquarters and they presented a great extended learning session about some of their new uh, advanced technologies they're utilizing within their their corporate structure stores however you want to say that and when that opportunity for them to came come back present itself we knew we needed to capitalize on that opportunity I they do so many little things that you wouldn't imagine um I won't launch into all of it right now, but uh, <laughs> we we met with them originally just when you know years ago actually when this idea first came up, and I, I was fascinated on all the little steps that they take within their working environment. So yeah, that's really awesome. You don't think about all that stuff when you're grocery shopping for yourself. Exactly. No, we're excited. No. That's awesome. Very cool. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I guess I my question would be, what do you what do you hope you know, teenagers or adults take away from this conference? What do you hope they leave with or learn more about? And either one of you can answer this. 
So the way our, our uh, conference is set up is we've got kind of a big get together where we have a fireside chat uh, that kind of takes some different themes each year. And then on Saturday, we've got a lot of breakout sessions. And when the publication comes out with the listing of the breakout sessions, there's lots of different things that you can attend that could pique your interest. So I guess maybe there's not one major takeaway we hope that you gain from the conference. Hopefully it's lots of little takeaways that you can take back to your personal operation, your your job that can help you better and become more successful as a young ag professional. So, so who can attend? Attendees are young ag professionals that are 18 to 35 that are um, Farm Bureau members in the state of Ohio. And, and when we say young ag professionals, I think everybody's mind constantly goes to actively engaged in farming. You don't have to be actively engaged in farming. You can have an interest in agriculture, want to work in the ag sector, maybe are working in the ag sector, and maybe you don't come from an actual quote unquote production ag background. The way that the conference is structured this year is kind of a throwback to a couple of years ago. There's a couple of different tracks to follow. So we're encouraging young ag professionals, whether you're in college, whether you're just starting your career, whether you're a couple of years in your career, whatever your tie is, or if you feel you have a tie to agriculture in any such way, we all eat three times a day, that's your tie. You're more than welcome to come to the conference. Good point. I probably eat about six times though, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, you're that was, a grazer, that was a low, you all a day low, long. <laughs> low guess there. Um, so Hannah, you you mentioned that the conference moves um, across the state, or do you have plans to move this across the state to maybe visit different agricultural areas um, in Ohio, or how does that work, I guess? So recently, one of the um, things that's been unique about our conference is we have moved it across different parts of the state. Typically, the winter leadership experience is held in Columbus, but past committees thought it was a good idea to have what we call extended learning sessions as a part of our conference. And so what that does is that allows for us to do farm tours and explore local agriculture in that area. So for this upcoming conference for this year, we have um, the conferences being held in Sandusky and we have extended learning sessions in that area unique to agriculture in that area um, that we're very excited about. And so I could talk about e either of those if you want me to or. Absolutely, let's hear about it. Okay, great. Um, so as far as extended learning sessions for the upcoming conference, what it is is it's a two hour deep dive into some of our topics that um, are a part of the conference, but people want more interaction with. So upcoming at this year's conference, we have a, a tour called Regenerative Farming and Innovative Technology at the Chef's Garden, which is really close to Kalahari. And then on site, which this all occurs right before the conference begins on Friday, on site we have three different um, topics people can engage in one called zero hunger zero waste with our friends at Kroger and this is um, to talk about the impact of environmental impact and social impact as far as for for Kroger as well as two of the other um, extended learning sessions we have a tour of Kalahari called behind the slides which is going to be um, a tour of and Derek Fill in if you need, if you can add <laughs> a tour of the the mechanics of of Kalahari and, and everything that goes into what makes the water park run, um, which is unique in general. 
And then um, the final extended learning session has to do with Ohio um, shores and islands. So we have we have them coming in talking about unique agriculture in that area specifically again. So so as Hannah said, the conference has traditionally be held, been held in Columbus, but the opportunity presented itself to move out. So we as a committee are really capitalizing on this, that last year was in Cincinnati, it was a good conference. Uh, Kalahari was one of the options that we were presented to, to attend. And with Kalahari being a, a family-friendly water park, um, it's definitely opening up some different opportunities for maybe that young ag professional that may or may not have been overlooked in the past with young kids that we hope to encourage that they can attend and bring the little ones along because we've got some structured free time, you could say, uh, as part of the agenda to take advantage of the water park. Well, Very all cool. that sounds great. Oh, sorry, Megs. I, I was going to say all that sounds great. And uh, we actually we have a hand in uh, two of the subjects you just brought up. Uh, mm -hmm. We inspect the water park, uh, the slides there. So I think that's cool that uh, they're seeing what you know goes on behind the scenes. And um, yeah, that's a really that's an important thing to make sure that everybody's safe on this and uh, zero waste. So we partner mm -hmm. with Kroger as well, along with uh, EPA and several others. Uh, this year we did a pilot zero waste program at State Fair at the Taste of Ohio Cafe. And uh, it was it was really interesting. Uh, Megs and I and the rest of our department learned a lot about composting, recycling, uh, waste, landfills, et cetera. And uh, we intend to do it again next year. So that's great that you guys are doing that. We, uh, you know, we're all for zero waste. Kroger was a great partner last year when we were in Cincinnati with that being their headquarters and they presented a great extended learning session about some of their new uh, advanced technologies they're utilizing within their their corporate structure stores however you want to say that and when that opportunity for them to came, come back present itself we knew we needed to capitalize on that opportunity. I they do so many little things that you wouldn't imagine. Um, I won't launch into all of it right now, but uh, <laughs> we we met with them originally just when, you know, years ago, actually, when this idea first came up and I, I was fascinated on all the little steps that they take within their working environment. So, yeah, that's really awesome. You don't think about all that stuff when you're grocery shopping for yourself. Exactly. No, we're excited. No. That's awesome. Very cool. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I guess I my question would be, what do you what do you hope? you know, teenagers or adults take away from this conference? What do you hope they leave with or learn more about? And either one of you can answer this. So the way our, our uh, conference is set up is we've got kind of a big get together where we have a fireside chat uh, that kind of takes some different themes each year. And then on Saturday, we've got a lot of breakout sessions. And when the publication comes out with the listing of the breakout sessions, there's lots of different things that you can attend that could pique your interest. So I guess maybe there's not one major takeaway we hope that you gain from the conference. Hopefully it's lots of little takeaways that you can take back to your personal operation, your, your job that can help you better and become more successful as a young ag professional. So is there anything else you all want to add about this or about anything? I would just like to say that we are very excited and we appreciate the opportunity to let young ag professionals um, join us for our upcoming conference in Sandusky. And one of the things to highlight as far as why it's a wonderful opportunity is 
we've made this conference very family friendly. And so because of the location, um, I know that in that age range, finding the time is always a struggle. And the good thing being that part of that, that time of the year is it's it's a great vacation as well um, for us who are in production ag or who want a little time away. It is a great opportunity to be able to get into the water park with your family after or before the conference. So I just wanted to call out that you do get free water park tickets with your hotel room at the conference. And so we're excited to be able to opt share that opportunity with everybody who's going to join us for the educational aspects of the conference as well as the social. That is a bonus. You know, there was one thing I wanted to ask about. We were chatting before uh, the podcast with Derek. Now, Derek, you said that you can join the committee as either a single or as a couple. Explain that to me. So it's I, I what I'm getting at is obviously this is very this is a very family friendly effort. Correct. And I think that's what's maybe been missing, I don't want to say missing, but kind of missing in the past with where the conferences have been is that as a couple, either on the state committee or as an attendee, you've always got to find somewhere who's taking the kids. Can we bring the kids? What's there to do with the kids? So with Kalahari being a family-friendly water park, we as the state planning committee have really tried to take advantage of that opportunity. Now, again, if you don't have kids and you're not married, that doesn't mean you can't come. We definitely want anybody that's a young ag professional to attend and take advantage of the conference. And if the water park isn't your thing, you don't have to go. Um, you're more than welcome to stay and, of course, take part in the, the networking that we've got planned as part of the, the schedule, um, take advantage of the, the restaurants and other things to do inside the resort. So you, you aren't being forced to go play on the water slides. <laughs> Well, thank you both so much for joining us on our podcast. We appreciate having you and talking to us about the YAPs and and the conference. We appreciate it. We're excited and we're looking forward for all of your listeners to have the opportunity to visit us at the conference. Yes, thank you for the opportunity. Registration is now open to sign up for the Winter Leadership Experience and the deadline for the discounted hotel rate is December 30th. So if you're interested in attending, please go visit the Ohio Farm Bureau Young Ag Professional website and register today. All right, that's about all the time we have uh, this week, but uh, Megs, we've got a, got a cool tour coming up on Monday. I'm looking forward to this. We really do. So I'm sure as all of you know, it is harvest season, <laughs> S-Z-N, <laughs> as I like not to really, spell on that's okay, <laughs> We're not on social media right now. <laughs> I know. Um, yes, we do have a cool event next week. Very excited. Looking forward to um, seeing that process on, I think, a farm kind of nearby to ODA. Yes, I believe it is uh, Pleasantville. So mm -hmm. uh, the Ohio Corn and Wheat Association is uh, hosting us uh, on a tour of the farm to uh, see corn harvest and, and talk about it and talk about, you know, all the importance, obviously, to Ohio and our agricultural community. So we uh, will be featuring that next week on our podcast and talking a little bit about how how harvest is going and uh, a little bit about the process. Yeah, we'll snag a fun farmer maybe for you. See how it's going. We will do that. <laughs> we promise. We promise. Have a great week, everyone. Cultivating Convos is created by ODA's communications team. Make sure to hit subscribe to get the latest episodes in your feed 
And like ODA on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for up-to-date news about agriculture in Ohio.